if a customer wants a pickle, you give them a pickle, right? Calvin <laughs> If a customer wants a pickle, you give them a pickle, right? If you want a pickle, you gotta give them a pickle, right? <laughs> <laughs> Still there? Baloney Nation. <laughs> that is the greatest introduction ever. It, it really does get better every week. <laughs> Man, it's Jim Keezy here and the big guy. Hey, yo. <laughs> Coming to you live from the hot north. <laughs> yeah, it, we're in the middle of a real hot spell, yeah, which like, is a, unusual for upstate New York. AKA the heat wave. <laughs> and. What a show today, huh, folks! We just have a lot of stuff planned. <laughs> you wouldn't be surprised when you when you're the number one podcast in Indiana. It's a lot of pressure. It's a lot of pressure. <laughs> and for our fans in Indiana and elsewhere, <laughs> we've got merch uh, almost everywhere you look on the screen. <laughs> we we filled it all up, folks. We have an exclusive Butchman hat. <laughs> Yours truly is wearing one. <laughs> it's ready. You can own it too. So you can visit our online store by going to talkingbaloney.com. Talkingbaloney.com, folks. You'll be able to access t shirts, mugs, hats, all the good stuff. Yep. Maybe even a, uh, what do you got there in front of you there, Jim? We got us a Talking Baloney thermal mug. Well, let's follow right along, folks. Look at Talking <laughs> Baloney. Oh, yeah. Certified coffee mug. Keep your food, keep your drinks nice and warm and your drinks nice and cold, depending on what you're drinking. If I'm not mistaken, um, there's Jimbo Joe's stuff on there, too. Ooh, there's some Jimbo Joe's coffee mugs, T-shirts. Even if you'd like a uh, Talking Bologna or Jimbo Joe's coffee or a Tough Guys featured by Ty Bowie. There's uh, a tough guy shirt. Uh, there's tough guy shirts on the web page. There's going to wow. be dog handkerchiefs for your dog if you'd like one. And what about face masks? Oh, did you say? Listen, folks, we're in a pandemic, and uh, listen, we got face masks. You want a talking baloney face mask? You want a Jimbo Joe's face mask? You want a Ty Bowie face mask? Bring it on! Bring it! Tell us what you want. <laughs> <laughs> They want it all. <laughs> we don't do undergarments. <laughs> Not yeah. yet. Not yet. Because <laughs> there's no way to say I love you like a talking baloney. <laughs> you just you figure out the rest. <laughs> yeah. You want a pickle, you got to give them a pickle, right? Damn straight. <laughs> so we just heard the butch man there. Yeah. Uh, we saw his hat. And we have this uh, Pudgy's Pizza box on our set. We do, folks. Take a look. And that's because today we are doing <sighs> the Butchman Stromboli Challenge. So he called us out on this one, and he said, listen, who has the best Stromboli? Can you eat a Stromboli? Is it something you can stomach down? We said, if Pudgy sells it, we'll eat it. <laughs> I think we've always lived by that policy. We have. If Pudgy sells it, we will eat it. So coming up later in the show, we're going to hear Butchman's thoughts 
and we're going to hear our thoughts on the Stromboli. Yes. Folks, you're going to want to hear it. Yeah. You're going to want to taste it after you hear. <laughs> yeah. Possibly. <laughs> and then even later in the show, the sit-down stand-up challenge. Oh. We finally have someone coming on on the show <laughs> to answer the challenge. We don't know what it we Listen, we'll be listening to you live for the first time as you listen to it. Yep. See if they one-up me or if they take a step backwards. We don't know yet. We don't know. Am I going to be the next Eddie Murphy or Joe Piscopo? (laughs) (laughs) But what we're going to start the show talking about. All right. Because we have a lot of baloney nation to get to. Oh, do we ever. We're going to talk hair bands. Hair bands. Yeah. (laughs) 1980s music. That's kind of our uh, our niche, right? You know, the 80s and 90s were a simpler time. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) You could go outside and talk to people. (laughs) Shake their hand. (laughs) Hey, high five. Nope. Nope. No, no high fives anymore. Can't even kick each other in the feet. Uh, whatever that was. <laughs> Listen, man. All I would say is the 80s and 90s were a time when friendships flourished, love relationships. You could actually, you know, pretend you were going out with somebody when you weren't. <laughs> You could see the girl next door and be like, "Ah, I think I'm going to date her. And it wasn't scary or psychotic or creepy. (laughs) I think we're Uh, learning a lot today. Uh, (laughs) Didn't expect that. We could play football. We could play sports back then. Yeah. You could do that outside with friends. Yeah. Those were other people. So, folks, what it was back in the 80s and 90s is you had multiple people in certain areas where you were allowed to congregate. <laughs> you guys still there? <laughs> but because people aren't wearing the masks, <laughs> we, we can't congregate. <laughs> and that's as much as I'm going to skirt the political issue today because we don't talk politics on this show. Or religion. No. <laughs> but nothing else is off limits. <laughs> nothing else is off limits. <laughs> So when I say hair bands, first one that comes to mind. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. And uh, what about Bon Jovi comes to mind? Man, they've been living on a prayer for many years, it seems like. (laughs) I would say when he tried to buy the bills and move them to Toronto, almost everyone (laughs) in Western New York wanted him dead or alive. (laughs) Oh, snap. (laughs) He's not popular around here anymore. He. He was going to be there for you, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't going to be in Buffalo. <laughs> no. And now, again, we're not really talking sports right now, but isn't it funny now that Toronto Blue Jays are in Buffalo? <laughs> Where are you, Bon Jovi? Where were you for that one? Is it Bon Jovi or is it John Bon Jovi? He did go through that phase. Oh. He went through the John Cougar Mellencamp phase where he was John Cougar Mellencamp, then he was... John Mellencamp, then he was just, what, <laughs> Mellencamp? He also was an actor for a while. He was. I remember he was on Allie McBeal, a show on Fox for a Allie while. McBeal. Never watched it. <laughs> I worked at the Fox station, so it was like... Mandatory? Yeah. <laughs> was it a good show? It was okay. Well, there we go. Um, Robert Downey Jr. was also on it. Iron Man? Yeah. What? It was his uh, big comeback when he got out of rehab. 
Is that what they call it? <laughs> rehab? <laughs> oh, he was in rehab. <laughs> but uh, we're actually talking hair bands. Bon Jovi. Yeah. White Snake. White Snake. What was her name that was rolling all over the hood of the car in the Here I Go Again video? It was a Tawny Katan. Tawny Katan, that's yeah. it. Every young man's <laughs> favorite person to roll around the hood of a car. <laughs> now, when you talk about MTV and the success of MTV, I think that's a big part of it. Right Folks, MTV was music television. For those of you that uh, are familiar with the, today's MTV versus the 80s MTV was when they played music and videos. Yeah. Now it's called MTV, which stands for reality TV. I don't, I don't <laughs> understand how that they just call RTV because it's really the same. It's what they're doing now. <laughs> hair bands. <laughs> yeah. Back to hair bands. Here I go again. <laughs> <laughs> Is that, yeah. What's like 1982? Here I go again. Wow. Were we then, in like the seventh grade when that came out? 82? We were in like first grade. Second grade. <laughs> Folks, I didn't pay attention in school. <laughs> you know what I remember when we were in third grade, I think? Is uh, Twisted Sister was huge. Ooh, we're not going to take it, folks. We're not going to take it. Yeah. Because, you know, like our podcast, we want to be the leader of the pack. <laughs> I'm afraid of what I started here by, <laughs> by doing the puns. I just want to rock. <laughs> okay. <laughs> What's your favorite commercial on air at this very moment? Oh, it's like goes. I got a rat problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the best commercial on TV right now. Like, you can't put a spin on something that to be that funny. Like, it's perfect. He's like, yeah, we just have a small rat problem. And they're full on singing their song. Round and round. <laughs> yes. Love the love the commercial. Geico, give that person a pay raise. <laughs> that song is from 1984. Ten years old. Yeah, we were ten. That was like the... <sighs> yeah. yeah. Is, do they have a lot more hits than that? <laughs> I don't know. That's about the only one I know. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like they probably did. I mean, they were around for a while. But they don't look um, like as old as they are. No. So they got to be pushing 70, right? they got to be in their 70s. Yeah. If anybody from the band would like to text in our hotline and let us know how old you are. It's at 585-484-1770. Uh, let us know. Come on the show. Or, yeah, come on on the show if you want. Yeah. We'll talk about your – maybe you're coming out with a new album. You want to push the new album. Maybe there's another Geico spot coming. Huh? How about that? You know, we might have Stromboli for you. And if Geico's not paying you good money, State Farm is trying to jump into the funny game. <laughs> Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I'm a quiet ride. Come on, feel the noise. Yeah. Yes. Um, he was the guy that wore the metal cover uh, mask. I was going to say the album cover with him with yeah. the the metal mask and with the straight the jet and the right? iron mask. Yeah. yeah, I remember that. <laughs> That's what I remember with Quiet Right. Yeah. They had really good album covers. Um <laughs> that one song Come on Feel the Noise was pretty good. They had another they had another big hit too. Metal Health? Metal Health. Metal Health Metal Health will drive you mad or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> Cinderella. Cinderella. 
They nobody's fool. Hits. Oh yeah, they were nobody's fool. <laughs> uh, you don't know what you got till it's gone. No, you really don't. And they are gone, aren't they? I haven't heard from them in a while. <laughs> no, we haven't. Uh, our PR people reached out to their. No, they didn't. <laughs> we don't have any PR people. <laughs> uh, I think the last thing they said was, "Somebody save me." And then. Well, I, I said I didn't want to do this, but here we are. Here we are. <laughs> We're doing it, folks. We're diving right in right now. <laughs> Poison. Oh, you can't talk about the '80s without saying, "Look what the cat dragged in." Poison. <laughs> Uh, was it Brett Michaels? Brett Michaels, who went on to have a reality show on MTV, because that's all they do now is reality shows. Yeah. yeah. Um, that reality show, I did watch that one. I heard it wasn't too bad. It wasn't that bad. Mm-hmm. There was a girl on there who had a quote that I still use to this day. And uh, I forget the circumstances, but uh-huh. she said, don't threaten me with a good time. <laughs> and that's like a great way to answer a question like someone says hey do you want to go to Krispy Kreme he don't threaten me with a good time <laughs> you're damn right yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Krispy Kreme only if you were around the 80s were they around the 80s <laughs> not around here but yeah they've been around a long time listen Poison they had I can remember our junior high school dances yep it was almost like borderline that they could play him, not play him at the dance. It's weird how music has changed. Mm-hmm. A lot of these songs were considered risque at the time. Think about that, folks. And now they're in uh, commercials for like kids' products. Yeah. <laughs> Every rose has its thorn. Is I don't know how many times I've heard that in movies, TV shows. It's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> Crazy. A band I liked, uh, Def Leppard. Holy crap. They should be right up there at the top, probably top five bands of the 80s. Their their greatest hits is like a great collection. They have a lot of good songs. Hysteria, one of their best albums. Oh, tremendous. Pour some sugar on me, folks, because, man, <laughs> it's it's Def Leppard Appreciation Day. <laughs> Love bites. It does. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rock of Ages. Uh, listen, if he can play the drums with one arm... We can wear a mask. Wow, that's a nice little public service announcement. You're welcome, folks. <laughs> we'll, have to, we'll have to cover that in uh, social media. We'll just put that out there. Yeah. If that guy from Def Leppard can play the drums with one arm, <laughs> you can wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> Skid Row? 18 in life. Don't go shooting people, folks. 18 to <laughs> life. That's what you'll get. <laughs> Uh, I remember you. Oh, Skid yeah, Row. Skid Row. Yeah, Aerosmith. Okay, so you count Aerosmith as a hairband? I would. Pro- <laughs> okay, so this is going to be a gray area, but I'm going to say some of their best stuff was from the '80s and '90s. But does that make them a hairband? They all had long hair, but they were they were from the '70s, right, <sighs> folks? We might need a little weigh-in from the nation on yeah. this one. Because I, I I think hair, to me, hair bands is more than just having big hair in the 80s. It's a, it's the style of the music. Okay, okay, all right. I feel like Aerosmith, they were around before, they were around after. So hair bands go to attire was the long hair, the super, super tight leather pants, 
the flowing jackets with the tassels and all that stuff all over Lots them. Lots of scarves. Lots of scarves. Randomly at, around arms and legs and wrists and necks. Now, also worn by Aerosmith. That's all true. But I think I'm going to have to go with you on there from the 70s. So therefore, we'll roll them in there. We'll roll them in with the Rolling Stones. Well, that, that's what I was going to say. The, like the Rolling Stones, you would never say they were a hair band. No, well, I mean Mick Jagger's hair got out of control <laughs> in the eighties, so you almost could. Uh, yep. Did we say Motley Crue yet? No, we didn't, because uh, they're probably just smoking in the boys' room right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think you had another one in you. <laughs> Just when I thought you were done. Yeah, you know, most of the time they're spending time with the girls, girls, girls. <laughs> uh, you're just a regular Dr. Feelgood. <laughs> I've only got a few more of these left. How about Warrant? Warrant. You don't want one of them, folks. <laughs> You got one of them. Somebody knocking on your door. It's it's a whole nother. You're having a bad day at that point. (laughs) But they also sing that song, Cherry Pie. Do they? Yep. I'm pretty sure that was Warrant. Yep. A cool drink of water. Such a sweet surprise. (laughs) White Lion? White Lion. (laughs) Yeah, no, skip that. Dawkins? Dawkins sang a bunch of songs for Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Dream Warrior. Dawkins had a big hit there. Yep. And then they uh, they were back last year. They did the theme song for the NWA uh, Power Hour, the wrestling show. What? Yeah, it was awesome. Staying power right there, folks. Dawkins. Why do so many hair bands have the, the word white in their title? Huh. You had white stripes. You had white lion. You had... White snake. You had uh, great white, which has got to be the worst of all. <laughs> Once bitten, twice shy. Uh, yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> I think because of our rules on politics and religion, we probably won't answer the question. But no, no, we're going to avoid the question entirely. How about winger? <laughs> <laughs> winger. <laughs> what? First off, I'd like to know why they came out with the name winger. Yeah, it's not great. No. <laughs> Was it someone's name, hopefully? There's a lot of subliminal things in that word, winger. <laughs> All right, so my list of names is basically over. There's the one big one left for last, Guns N' Roses. Oh. Van Halen? Okay, so uh, Van Halen to me was in the Aerosmith category. Okay, so we're going yeah. to leave them in the 70s and 80s. Yeah. All right. But what about when David Lee Roth branched off by himself? Would he just be the hair man? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> See, in the style of music he did, also, I don't think qualifies his hair. I'm yeah. just a gigolo. Yeah. That's not a hair band song. <laughs> Listen, definitely Guns N' Roses. Yeah. Definitely. And I don't I think he, I didn't Axl Rose chop off all of his hair, too. And so didn't the guy that used to wear the top hat. Uh, yeah. He chopped off all of his hair, too. Slash. Slash, that's right. Well, I mean, Guns N' Roses, they they seem to try to make a comeback every mm-hmm. few years. But they implode, yeah. usually. Last time I saw Slash actually play was when Michael Jackson was still alive and he was doing a backup thing, a guitar yeah. solo, that he went uh, off on a tangent. <laughs> yeah, went off on a tangent on. 
Yeah. <laughs> Last time I saw Axel Rose, he looked uh, more like Fred Durst. Mm. Not a compliment. <laughs> oh, snap. <laughs> Speaking of merch, look at this hat. What? Hey, right here. Wow. Bam. The RAR hat is available. And in honor of the Butch Man, we're going to talk to him, hopefully. Maybe. Yeah. Possibly. Coming up next, the Stromboli Challenge. Absolutely. On uh, the name of the show. Talk to Be ready. The Butch Man. Hey, hey. Hey, the Butch... <laughs> Butch man, you're here with Jim Deasy and the big guy. How are you, man? Good, good. I heard I I know you're driving, so I want you to stay focused here in New York. So I heard you did the you did the Stromboli challenge. We got your yeah. reviews and pictures. Yeah. So we want to know which Stromboli yeah. by the Butch Man standards, which Stromboli was the best. <laughs> I, I would say the Southside Punchy Stromboli was the best. Really? Okay. Yeah. So explain. Was it flavor or what was it? Ingredients? What was it? I, I think it, what it was was it, it looked good to begin with, which is part of it right there. Okay. And then the, and the ingredients and it tasted really good. I have to say it's probably the best that I've had in about twenty years. Wow! Wow! Yeah, it was good. So. And what was the other punches you had the Stromboli from? Yeah, the other pudgies I had this week was from the College Avenue pudgies, which was originally was the original North Main pudgies by, by St. Patrick's. Okay. So, I had that one over there, but I was kind of disappointed because that's the original pudgies over there. Or, uh, you know, they invented Stromboli and stuff, and for some reason they've, they've been burning a lot of their stuff lately. Like, it has burn marks on it. Like, they're overcooking. All right, so uh, there it is. So we yeah, just, just yeah. we just ate a Pudgy's pizza or Pudgy Stromboli from the Canistillo Pudgies, okay. and they actually dip it in like garlic butter and Parmesan on the outer crust. That sounds good. Yeah, it's it, fantastic. It was fantastic. So we want to say kudos to the Butch Man for Would laying you give it two double rars. Double rars. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> we got and listen. No, no, that good. You yeah. gotta make sure you're checking things out. We unveiled the Butchman hat today. Oh, did you really? Yeah. Oh wow. You'll be coming your way. So we'll get five instead of five stars. We'll get five rars. <laughs> five rars. We like it. <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. So I I I I hear a second voice in the vehicle. The Oh yeah, there's a second and third here. Uh, a second and a third voice. Yeah, yeah. I there's heard a, there's I heard there's somebody famous in the back seat right now. Oh I know. There's James Hey, that's the hey, folks, that's the pops right there in the back oh, yeah. seat. Yes, pops is here. So Pops, I believe you're going to let us know that you met somebody pretty famous back in your day. Oh, I sure did. Yeah, and who might that have been? I have met Yogi Berra at first. Yogi oh. Berra, folks. When he was up in Auburn, and he came into 
play for a high school beat date with eight government members. Uh huh. So he, he came had... out. He was in the hall. Oh, God, yes, he went into the kitchen. He said, Well, it's just my head. All right. So you sh- my head almost a whole day almost. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't have shook um, my hand if Yogi Bear. I wouldn't have washed my hand. I wouldn't have even showered at all. <laughs> <laughs> So a little birdie told me that you also met Roger Staubach. Yes, in Dallas. Yep, in Dallas. Isn't that pretty yeah. fun? So I guess I guess he was playing for He was playing for Dallas Cowboys. I saw him at Evan Smith play. Uh-huh. Oh. And it was a great great to go see a football game. Uh-huh. Without a seat, some president might have been. And we might have lost him, folks. <laughs> well, <laughs> yep, pretty sure we lost him, folks. <laughs> we'll try to get our people to get him back on the line at some point. <laughs> uh, what? What? Hey, now. <laughs> so we got. Uh, which is uh, his Stromboli review. Yes. He likes the pudgy south side more than the north side, which kind of falls in line with what I've been hearing from my uh, Elmira peeps. Yeah. So the north side sounds like it was burned up a little bit, like the yeah. Stromboli was maybe overcooked, a little too crispy, so to speak. Yeah. I got to tell you, we um, I'm showing the photo of the Stromboli. Uh, I'll do that later. Uh, <laughs> our Stromboli was really good. From Canisteo Pudgies, we, uh... Hang on, there we go. Oh, look at that. Ooh, doggy. Look how thick that is. Look at the cheese. Look at I'm angling this, folks, right now. I'm at a 45 degree, not even sliding, folks. (laughs) Nope. (laughs) That's when you know your is good. That's going to stick to your ribs and your belly just like that. That's the equivalent of when Dairy Queen turns a blizzard upside down. To show the thickness and high quality. Yeah. Made upside down, folks. No, no, it's not made upside down. I would it matter? No. no. <laughs> Dude, uh, delicious. So we gotta give a shout out to the Butch Man for coming on the show real quick, even though we lost him in a Verizon. Well, he Verizon. Was yeah, he was driving. But let's let's be honest. Verizon's 4G LTE is crap. <laughs> Here we go again. Garbage. <laughs> Should have switched to AT and T. Yeah, they're they're no better. If you have a Pudgy's comment, yes, you can call us at five eight five four eight four one seven seven zero. Let us know what you think of the Stromboli. We want to know, folks. Let us know what you think of the pizza, and if by any chance you're like one of our viewers who's gonna, we don't actually don't know who this is, but listen to what one of our viewers called to say on the hotline. Uh oh. Pudgy's, Pudgy's Pizza, get perfect pizza from Pudgy's, order by phone, carry it out, find out what pizza is all about, at Pudgy's, Pudgy's Pizza, get perfect pizza from Pudgy's. Wow. Holy crap. Is all about, at Pudgy's, Pudgy's. I guess we didn't want to hear that again. Uh, <laughs> so our fans are the best. Was that like the original Pudgies commercial? 
Never heard that before. It was really good, though. <laughs> that was awesome. I always saw it was like pudgies, good time pizza, and subs. That's what I remember. Do-do-do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, they've been around since 1963. And I'm pretty sure that person that just called in was around in the 60s. Yeah, so we got a little history lesson. We got a rendition of the Pudgies theme that we might hear over and over again on the show. This Is might that be, good? we. that might be our national anthem. It could be. <laughs> but uh, Baloney Nation comes through again. Ah, that's awesome. Everyone loves Pudgies. That's awesome. And folks, that's a that's a caller calling in to sing to us. Because that's what they do on Talking Baloney. What? <laughs> we'll have to get a card out to them. Uh a Jimbo Joe's coffee card. Oh, they earned it. Yep. We well, try to keep their names anonymous, folks, because we know we know we know you don't want the celebrity status. You don't want cameras in your face and You know, someone might get offended if you mentioned what their actual name was. Yeah. Tori. <laughs> <laughs> You were going to apologize. Oh, yeah. I want to apologize. <laughs> I want to apologize for saying the person's name on air because we do keep it anonymous, folks. I'm sorry, Tori. <laughs> and if you want to make a correction on anything we said, call the hotline, 585-484-1770. And when we come back, Ooh. we are going to be answering questions from the hotline. Questions from the hotline, folks. Everyone's Ooh. favorite time of the show. Uh, like... It's like eating a Pudgy's pizza with melted cheese all over it. <laughs> Delicious. If a customer wants a pickle, you give them a pickle, right? <laughs> Bam, folks, we're back in the studio on this 90-plus degree day. <laughs> it's getting hot in here. It's, oh, snap. It's getting hot. Who sings that? I don't know. I don't know either. Yeah. <laughs> All I know is it's getting hot in here. <laughs> so, folks, we just had the pops on. And for those that were having a hard time understanding, because they were driving and they were. It was a bad connection. Yeah, it was 4G LTEs trash for Verizon. We've said this many times, but just elaborating again. Um, not a sponsor either. Uh, can be, and we'll talk nice about you. <laughs> he was basically saying that he met Roger Staubach and Emmett Smith in dallas not at the same time but he met them both uh he's met some famous people he also met mr uh yogi berra you almost said lou gehrig <laughs> i almost said lou gehrig again lou gehrig was long long gone back. yeah <laughs> but he met yogi berra in auburn new york at a little restaurant and he came back and shook pops's hand and told him that he had made a great meal and he was a hard worker yogi berra is a class act Class act, folks. Just like Pops. He's a class act. Number one. Number one. Can't beat him. But we want to say thank you for coming on the show. That was a <laughs> yeah. surprise. What a, what a phone call. <laughs> a lot of yelling going on. I heard a lot of wind. <laughs> Some traffic. <laughs> and, of course, the Butch Man with his Stromboli yeah. feedback. It was a, We went to the right person. Yeah. To get a Stromboli review. And he followed through, folks. He went through. He visited all the pudgies. Well. Well, he visited a couple of them. <laughs> he did want to mention that in his yearbook, going back to junior high, he was eating a 
peanut butter and jelly sandwich. <laughs> yes, he was. No, no, he was eating a stromboli, but they misidentified <laughs> it as, pe- as peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> peanut butter and jelly. Yum, yum. It's <laughs> <laughs> not what he was eating <laughs> for. <laughs> so it's that time of the show where we go to Baloney Nation. Ooh. We get some feedback, some questions, some comments. Yes, we do. Uh, the number is 585-484-1770. Mm-hmm. And uh, let's start right off the bat with a voicemail. Oh, boy. You recall some of our previous voicemails. Um, they've all been from Indiana. So, folks, we're number one show in Indiana right now. It's the hip state. So we're number one in Indiana, and based on this call, it's it's starting to get to some other people. So, uh, All right. Let's listen. Hi, this is Jack. I'm calling for Roanoke in the best state in the U.S., Virginia. <laughs> Bar none, the best. And I've got three trivia questions for you. <laughs> the first one, where are the Jackson 5 from? The second question is, what adventurer did Harrison Ford play? Archaeologist character in the movies. And the third, what is the 70s one, name of the 70s one hit wonder by R. Dean Taylor? La, 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 Lord, I can't go back there. Here's a clue. They all have to do with the worst state in the U.S. The worst. Where are your fans here in Virginia? We're the best fans. Don't forget that we are, they are nothing. (laughs) Have a great day. <laughs> well, there was some energy there. Yeah. So what's happening is people in Virginia are upset that they're not getting recognized because Indiana is stealing the thunder every week. Listen, folks, just turn the turn the podcast on. Hit the old Google machine and podcast talking well, baloney. If you want your state recognized, you gotta let us know. You gotta let us know what state you're from. Text, voicemail, Twitter. If you're from Texas or Florida, uh, don't call us just yet. We don't know. Stuff settled down a little bit. <laughs> well, they can call. Just uh, don't send any. Yeah. Don't send us anything to autograph. Or yeah, anything. no. We, we, uh, disinfect your phone too. <laughs> so, in case you're wondering, uh, the Jackson Five are from Gary, Indiana. <laughs> Go figure. Harrison Ford played Indiana. Doctor Jones. Jones. Indiana Jones. <laughs> and the song I had to uh, look this up. The song is R. Dean Taylor did a song called "Indiana Wants Me" that was apparently a hit. So we had an Indiana themed question yeah. from our Roanoke, Virginia. From Jack. Listen. <laughs> ah, interesting. Yeah. So uh That's a good question, folks. Good good three part question. <laughs> and I think the bigger thing to take away is if you're from a state other than Indiana, let us know. Yep. We'd like to know. And if you are from Indiana and you still think Indiana is our best place uh, in terms of fan support, let us know, too. So what would be your favorite state? That's a great question. Uh, what's yours? I'm going to have to say New Jersey. I would have never guessed that. You know why? Sopranos. Okay. Have you been to Jersey? I have. I bought a car there. Still haven't gotten the license plates yet. <laughs> yeah. Have you had any good experiences? No, no, no good yeah. experience came out of New Jersey. Folks, I was only kidding when I said New Jersey was my favorite state. <laughs> it's actually a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> 
I mean, I like going to Boston. I don't know if I, Massachusetts would be a top state, though. I like Vermont. Okay. Been there once with my wife. We went across the border, stopped at a rest stop, and turned around and came home. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds wonderful. Great trip. Awesome trip. <laughs> you, you seen one tree, you've seen them all. <laughs> All right, so back to the hotline. All right. Last week we had a cliffhanger. Yes, we did. You were asked what your what you would take with you on an island. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of them was movie sequel. Yes. Now, before you answer, review your answers. You said cereal was Apple Jacks. Correct. Album was Boys to Men, Motown Philly. Yep. And candy bar was Payday. Yes. Now, we had a viewer write in who's, who basically loved the question and uh-huh. gave his answers. Okay. He said, uh, corn pops, got to have my pops for cereal. <laughs> That's the commercial. Got to have my pops. Album, he said, Bob Marley's legend. Okay. Bob Marley. Okay. Bob Marley. Uh, candy bar, he agreed. Payday is the best. Most nutrients. He did say he would not touch direct deposit, though. What? <laughs> the, the direct deposit was the payday with no nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and for sequel, he said Terminator 2. Ah, got to disagree. Yeah, you're not a Terminator 2 fan. No. We, we touched on that <laughs> yes, in our, our no. old show. Definitely not a Terminator. No, I definitely wouldn't. Why would you want to watch a sequel of Terminator on an island? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why you'd watch any sequel. <laughs> First off, you'd have to bring the VCR, the seat, the DVD player, and a TV. But but you have an answer. I have one. an answer for this one. Let's hear it. If I was gonna watch any sequel, almost better than the first one, National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation there with Chevy is. Chase. Yeah. Hands down, the That's only movie I'd want to watch. That's a movie that. Um, it's the third uh, National Lampoon mm-hmm. Vacation movie and the best of all. All of them. Yeah. Hands down. The best National Lampoon's movie. Now, the first vacation is really good. It's a classic. Yeah, it is. Not necessarily a family film. No. And Christmas Vacation, everyone in the family can watch that. Yeah. Let's just say Beverly D'Angelo uh-huh. reveals some things in the first one. Well, there's a there's couple a, of them. Yeah. A couple scenes. Yeah. But not family friendly. It is a family movie. It's not so much family friendly if you got the youngsters with you. Right. Just keep them in the family truckster when you're watching it. <laughs> but National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, hands down, the best sequel, if not better than the first. You heard it here, folks. Right here. Our next question is uh, from a viewer. He wants to know if Jim Deasy can tell the difference from taste between French fries at all the fast food restaurants. Yes, I can. So I think the setup here, if I'm reading into the question, (laughs) is if we were to do a French fry taste test, you'd be able to say, this is McDonald's, this is Burger King, this is Wendy's. You would name them all. I would name them all. Okay. If you could, you could put them on a platter. I don't even. You don't even have to put a label underneath the plate. I'll know. McDonald's salty. <laughs> Arby's they're curly. Okay. <laughs> Wendy's are thicker than everybody else's fries. Yep. More of a square cut. 
Burger Kings, they're trying to play it safe with the whole sea salt thing or whatever. So you can kind of you can taste the difference with Burger King's fries. McDonald's being the best French fries, obviously we know that. Right. Jim Gaffigan's already explained that a thousand times, so we're not going to touch on that. <laughs> what if, uh, like a Dairy Queen, a Sonic, what if there were some of those in there, too? You'd be able to spot them? See, now with Sonic, I don't eat fries. I would only eat tater tots. That's the right move. Because, let's be honest, fries from Sonic? They're, they're okay. Are but they the, okay? The tater tots but The tater are, tots are to die for. Yeah. You would, I mean, uh, their tater tots are <laughs> official. Hell yeah. Because <laughs> they're from Sonic. <laughs> and we all know, listen, Sonic folks, it's health food for the folks that don't care. <laughs> That's right. I mean, if you really don't care, the food's as healthy as anything else. Yeah. I mean, it's like going to a natural nut place to get berries and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. What? Okay. <laughs> Next question. Next question. <laughs> uh, this is actually a suggestion. Oh. This person, uh, I think you said State Classy Rochester at yeah. the end of an episode. And this person says, I think Jim's sign-off should be keep rocking Rochester. So that's a suggestion. Keep rocking Rochester? Yeah. Not a fan? No. Yeah. I like State Classy. I mean, I know it's been used in a lot of other shows and Smaller yeah. movies over time. <laughs> the bigger a, blockbuster movies over time. <laughs> Anchorman is a great movie. Mm. So we had a, I guess this is an attempt at a uh, to answer a question that you had on the show. Uh, we were talking about sneakers. Uh-huh. You mentioned cat heads. Yes. Where did the name cat heads come from? Someone wrote in and said, cat heads equals cattle heads or heads of cattle. <laughs> Um, I don't. I don't know if that is what you meant. I I wasn't wearing cattle heads on my feet. I was wearing the sneakers were actually called cat heads, and I think it had something to do with the fact that they were knockoffs of like a better high end sneaker. So I I thought like okay, is this person saying heads of cattle? You know, cattle is where the leather comes from. Uh, the leather okay. and the sneakers. Maybe that is okay. Maybe there's a, a possible reason. Okay. There. I did uh, go to Urban Dictionary uh, to look up cat heads. <laughs> cat heads is a term that comes from the South when you would use a no-name brand. In particular with, like, making biscuits, they would okay. call them cat head biscuits. And it was usually when instead of making your own from scratch, you would buy the... Uh, cheap the, knockoffs. The tubed uh, biscuit mm-hmm. mix. Hence the cheap knockoffs and sneakers. Exactly. From Hill's Department Store. Oh, if you're lucky. If you're lucky. We had, remember there used to be a place called Philadelphia Sales? Oh, yeah. Down in Waverly, yeah. Waverly, New York. They used to have a Philadelphia Sales down there. You go, anything Converse. I bought a lot of stuff there. Yeah. Oh, the good days. <laughs> Jeans, folks, five ninety nine a pair. Okay, so we had Fun Fact Fontaine. Uh he wrote into the show last week. Okay. He had a, a nice little story about Eddie Murphy and Sylvester Stallone. Yeah. He's back this week. Is he really? Yeah. I think this guy wants a spot on the show. I, I almost feel like we should give him a I spot. I think we, you know, we need a we need a little extra something. It's just this little fun facts. Fun facts. Um, so His this name's reads, Fontaine. Fun fact Fontaine here. To complete Masters of the Universe, that's a movie we talked about last yep. week. Yep, I remember. Uh Canon Films actually po- 
excuse me, pulled a large chunk of the budget from one of their other movies that was currently in production at the same time, and that movie's budget was given to Masters of the Universe. The movie that they took the budget from was Superman 4, Quest for Peace. Fun fact, fun fact. Wow. So one of the worst Superman movies of all time yeah. lost their budget. And I hate to say that about any movie Christopher Reeves is in, but yeah, not a good Superman. It was, it was a bad movie. Um, Canon Films, you know, both those movies we mentioned, they were kind of low budget. Yeah. Canon Films made uh, Terminator 2 to bring this all back. Wow. So at some point in time, they did have a budget for something. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though, when you think about it, Terminator 2... Superman 4, He-Man, they all have a common theme. They also made Cobra. Well, well that throws out what I was about ready to oh. say. I was about to say they're garbage movies. <laughs> <laughs> but Cobra is awesome. Classic. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to say they're all like action movies for guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <That's... laughs> so we talked Mount Rushmore of wrestling. Okay, yep. And we did our top four. Okay. Uh, a user wrote in with his second four. So after the top four, which is pretty much all agreed on, here's the next four. Okay. Let's in hear his it. mind. Let's hear it. Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, Macho Man, and The Undertaker. I See, you were torn between Dusty Rhodes and Ric Flair. So I would say that I'll go. I'll go with the top four. Other the other the next four, you gotta take Bret Hart out. No Bret Hart. No. So either Dusty Rhodes or Ric Flair would go in his place. Okay. For the next four, whoever we didn't put in the top four, bam to the second four. Bret would be in my next tier. Wow. But I don't think Bret gave. I listen. I get the whole Hart Foundation, the whole Hart family. I just don't think he gave enough to wrestling as much as some of the other guys did. Wow. I, I disagree. I'm a dusty guy. I get it. And I'm a flare guy. Yeah. You can't go wrong with yeah. those guys. But I, I would say between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, I would have Bret Hart over. So Shawn. I would put I would put Bret and Shawn and I would take The Undertaker out for now because he's not technically retired yet, is he? Uh, he's officially retired. Is he officially retired? Yeah. <sighs> I think he's got to wait a whole year for retirement. See, if let's get past Mania first, see if he doesn't come back for something. Then I'll put him up on the wall. The other thing is The Undertaker, of the four we talked about just now, he could be in the top four eventually. Yeah. I mean, when you look back at on his career... So we, we'd have to move that list around quite a bit. Yeah. There's a lot to do here. Because he's been around longer than Hogan has. In wrestling. Undertaker? Yeah. I don't think anyone, except for probably Ric Flair, could match the number of years at the top of the business that he's Ooh, had. What you gonna do, brother? When he, <laughs> when he takes your spot on the Mount Rushmore. <laughs> so... I'm going to close up the old uh, Baloney Nation hotline for now. Okay. But if you want to contact us, 585-484-1770. Because we have to save time at the show here because we do have a response for the sit-down stand-up challenge. So we did get a response from E-Dubs. He sent in his 
three-minute segment. We have no idea what he's going to say. We don't know. That's right. Uh, so with this, there's the option of sending us the video or the audio, yep. or you could come in to the studio and, and do it. He has sent us audio, <laughs> and he actually sent us an introduction, a message. So first off, let's get a look at E-dubs there. Oh, there he is. And now we're going to listen to his introduction. Welcome, everyone, to the Stand-Up Sit-Down Challenge. For this challenge, all contestants must submit or come on live <laughs> to give a three-minute impromptu comedy scene. This scene will be entirely impromptu, no script allowed. Additionally, both politics and religion are banned from discussion. Adding on to that, for this challenge, the current contender, <laughs> me, will entirely refrain from planning, leaving only the horrible ad-lib to accompany the lack of structure. Okay. That's phenomenal. Yeah. He came to play. Whoo-wee. <laughs> he's, he's bringing his A game. He's not fooling around. Dude, he's got a lot more structure in that little intro than I had in my whole show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so we've set the stage. He's doing something different than you did. He's doing improv. Okay. So this is unscripted, and uh, I haven't heard it. Uh, you haven't heard it. And now we're going to listen. We got a beat button or anything like that, right? Oh, I, I no. <laughs> we'll get that in edit. <laughs> yeah. Here we go. All right. Sit down, stand up challenge, E-dubs to the stage. Take it away. Welcome, everyone, to One Man Improv, the loneliest, unfunniest show ever. Today, we will be interviewing our newest guest. Uh, 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 who are you again? Oh, yeah. The bad, the crap, I'm a crappy, crappy Warburton. I'm a crappy Patrick Warburton impression, and the entire joke is that I sound like Patrick Warburton. Wow, that sounds like a terrible joke. <laughs> well, it, it kind of is. I don't, I don't really have that many jokes up my sleeve. Wow, that sounds so interesting. Truly, do go on. And by go on, I mean off the stage. Have a lovely day. Oh, you don't want me to... No, no, no. Leave. Leave. We're, you're not funny. We're a minute in. Stop. Stop ruining the comedy. Uh, I, don't, I don't know how else to say this. But, uh... Yeah, yeah. I'm used to it. No one really finds it funny. Oh, wow. That's skin deep. You know, this reminds me of... This reminds me of when I was younger. You know, I used to play kickball with the bigger kids. And they would always kick the ball. And it was really scary. Wow, that sounds... Wait, why are you still here? Why are you still here? It's 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 really it's not working. It's not working. You're not you're not funny. You're not funny. Just just go. Oh, I uh, I'll just I'll just walk myself off stage. See ya. Wow, that was a whole waste of two minutes. So let's interview our next guest. And you are. Uh, well, how do I put it? Uh, it's a bit complicated. 
<laughs> you know how sometimes, you know, life is just... Next! <laughs> Next! Oh, boy! Hey there! Uh, who are you? I'm Mickey Mouse! I just bought up your whole set! Because your show was so terrible that I just had to end it! There was no other way to go about it! Everyone, shut off the lights! No, no, this is... This is everything I've ever had. Please, please don't do this. Oh, boys, I guess he needs some mercy. Oh, we're gonna kick his crap in. Oh, yeah! Mickey Mouse! Mickey Mouse, mother... And there you have it. <laughs> wow. I, I will say this. It was exactly three minutes long, so... What a tremendous! <laughs> you having trouble keeping it together over there? <laughs> I didn't know where he was going with this. So we'll have to do a little cleanup at the end there, but uh... yeah, Mickey Mouse dropping the uh, Mickey Mouse MF dropping the M effort. <laughs> I was not expecting that. When he spells his name M I C K, I <laughs> didn't know it was going to go that far. Woo-wee. Wow! Wow! So, there's uh, <laughs> our first response to the sit-down stand-up challenge. Wow. He went unscripted. He did go unscripted. Kind of uh, <laughs> kind of did like an interview segment? I'm not really sure what that was or what I just heard, but uh, yeah. I want to say kudos for him doing it. Remember, we were kids once. We were kids once. And uh, when we were kids, we listened to we used to listen to Dr. Demento. Do you remember that? Dr. Demento. <laughs> this sounded like the kind of thing you would hear on Dr. Demento at yes. about 1.30 in the morning on a Saturday night. They're coming to take me away. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> Love that song. And that's where Weird Al got his start yeah. on Dr. Demento. Became super famous. Mm-hmm. So you never know. E-dubs getting his start here on Talking Baloney. That definitely sounds like a... Late night, one, two, three o'clock in the morning radio show. Yeah. Filmed in a van in an alleyway. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. E-dubs, congrats for coming on and doing it. Yeah, you rose to the occasion. You rose to the occasion. Now, question is. Who's next? Who's next? You you had a challenge out to two people. Yep. E-dubs was one. There was also. uh, The other one didn't answer. He didn't answer, but. We did do a challenge out to the Ant-Man. Yeah. That challenge goes out to you today. It's a, it's a re-challenge challenge. Oh, re-challenge to a challenge. Yeah. Ant-Man, be ready. You got one week to prepare. Yeah. We're not fooling around. You, one week to prepare. You got to rise above. You know what you're working with now. Yep. No politics, no religion, three minutes, stand-up, sit-down challenge. Trending worldwide. And in fairness, you can write it out. You don't have to do yeah. improv. Yep. You can send it in, too, to the show. Yeah. Just like just like E-Dubs did. You can record a FaceTime video. Yep. You can send that. Whatever it takes. We can Skype it. Whatever you need to do. We have the technology. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm a little nervous after listening to that. <laughs> a little nervous? I don't know what Patrick Warburton ever did to deserve that kind of treatment. Just... Who is Patrick Warburton? Um, 
You don't watch Seinfeld? Nah. He was on Seinfeld as a putty, the mechanic who dated Elaine. Okay. Um, he played the Tick in the live action Tick. I know who he is. Big big guy. Big guy. I know who yeah. he is. Yes, uh, the got the D. Yeah, I know who he is. Well, you're having a conversation with Patrick Warburton. <laughs> oh yes, I uh, <laughs> Elaine. <laughs> All right. What a show this week. <laughs> it's crazy. The time flies. Oh, it's unbelievable. Folks, Jimbo Joe's Coffee is going to unveil a new product next week. I, did, I wasn't aware of this. Maybe a hat, a new mug. Wow. And all this stuff is available at TalkingBaloney.com in yep. our new online store. Online, folks, merchandise. You can wear it, too. Boom. Talking baloney. Crazy. You want a mask? We got you. Look. Boom. Right there. You can wear this at, at night to sleep, too. <laughs> it's a multi-versatile. Yeah. You can wear it like this. It's reversible. Stuff. It is reversible. <laughs> if, you no. don't, if you just want a black <laughs> one, you don't want to, like, support us in any way. <laughs> you could do that, too. You want to put your hot coffee. Boom. Look at that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And, what else we got? Let's say you wrote to the hotline. What would you get in return for being a uh, someone to contribute either by text or voicemail? Hot off the press. The ink is still running. Good for one cup of Jimbo Joe's coffee right there, folks. Bam. One cup. There you go. No expiration date other than 2029. <laughs> <laughs> that gives us plenty of time. Plenty to of time to, to get you a cup of coffee. <laughs> Oh, All man. right. Well, uh, I think we're going to wrap this up before yep. we uh, yep. break the one hour mark. Man. Crazy it's how the lot, time flies. Yeah, a lot going on this week. Man. Folks, we've said it a couple times during the show today. Wear a mask. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I thought you were going to say buy stuff from our shop. Buy stuff from Talking <laughs> Baloney. <laughs> there we go. If you want to talk baloney, call in, text in. We're ready for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you uh, you want to say something to the butch man, let us know. We'll get the message to we'll him. We'll get the message to him. You want to wear his hat? Bam! Right there. <laughs> I want to see that hat across America. Trend it, folks. This hat across America. If you know Jay-Z or LL Cool J and you want to get them a hat, let us know. We'll send one out. We'll send one out to him. We'll get it to him. Will they wear it? Keep rocking, Rochester. (laughs) Stay classy, Rochester. (laughs) 